Welcome to the fourth episode of Maldorma TV. I'm Tobias Alberg, And I'm Magnus Alberg. In the previous episode, we talked about our first spiritual breakthrough with the use of psychedelics. Yeah, we had this amazing experience where we basically connected to God and could feel our own divinity. Our minds expanded throughout the universe and we felt this enormous wave of love uh, washing over us. Yeah, and it was also... I have to say it was a confirmation that you could get this God experiences through the use of psychedelics as well. For sure. Uh, I believed in God and that we are all divine Mm. before this, but I had only a belief system that was based on theory. And now actually experiencing it for yourself, it just blew my mind and all doubts vanished in that instant because the experience was so amazing yeah for me it was i had no prior uh belief of god up until i had my awakening then i started thinking about it yeah but even after that i wasn't really convinced that god existed and i think it was it was this experience that made me change my mind or made me believe in it yeah and not only had we the experience of god we had also the experience of feeling your own divinity as a part of god Uh, i remember very clearly that when this um, wave of energy swept us up i could feel that this was my true self i was Mm. coming home in a sense yeah and that was a very powerful experience yeah and i think it also gave the the confirmation as you said it's uh it's a confirmation that not only is God uh, in yourself, God is everything. Yeah. Not only it's not limited to the the Christian view that we have that God is someone else up in oh, the clouds. Far from it. Yeah. This was just like I felt like I was the God experience myself as well. Yeah. And after this experience, we kind of felt that we wanted to have this experience or a similar experience again yeah i mean it was such an amazing experience so we just wanted it and this was a breakthrough experience and we kind of thought that we knew now how to attain it yeah but what happened next was that when we went up went out for the next journeys trying to achieve this again our expectations came in our way yeah for sure i mean the, the mind really started to think about the things that were supposed to happen you were relating back to this prior experience trying to have the same experience again yeah what the one thing that basically uh, is in our way for of attaining our two divine selves are that we have the mind in is in the way yeah our thoughts and our doubts and what happens when you for instance meditate or take a psychedelic substance is that it kind of shuts down the mind, shuts down the mind or the yeah. ego, also called. And now, when we tried it the next few times, as soon as we started to feel this feeling that something something was about to happen, mm. the breakthrough was near, our mind came in and said, "Yeah, now it's happening, guys." Yeah, yeah. And it blew it, it kind of destroyed the entire because then the expectations set on and. Yeah, yeah, it just takes away the experience. And yeah. I think that this is the same. I remember when I had this, uh, after my awakening, when I had this uh, week where I just felt bliss. Yeah. What I could remember from that is that during that week, I 
have so few thoughts. Yeah. It was more like my my brain was just uh, using my thoughts as a tool to solve things, not yeah. to make up my reality. I was just present in the moment. And that's yeah. that's something that psychedelics can help you with and meditation, as you said. Yeah. Just to get away with the mind, to get in the way. Yeah, for basically the mind shatters all the time for the most of us. And it's 90% of thoughts are just crap repeat repetitive yeah. stuff that doesn't have any use or yeah you're th- and we're not even aware of it no you think about the future you think about what you're going to do for work next week even though yeah. it's something you can't really or shouldn't even really think about at the present moment it's just to ruin yeah. the present moment yeah and um yeah i think we that's what happened when we went into this uh, experiences as well it was just we were just ruining it by thinking of the prior experience. Yeah, I remember one instance where I was listening to the same song that made us break through yeah. uh, the first time, the Starways song with M eighty three, and I tried to listen to that song again, and I really I tried hard, and I was lying next to the speaker actually. Yeah to kind of get swept in by the music and I was without really knowing it turning the volume up and up and up trying to really get in the mode yeah. and it wasn't working I was close but it I couldn't push through <laughs> and, I, and I thought then that perhaps if I increased the volume a little more <laughs> yeah and uh, I, I have to say I, I was witnessing this <laughs> from a spectac- uh, spectacular I mean what did you call it yeah. yeah as a spectator yeah and uh, I was sitting in the sofa and I saw him just turn up the volume and it was the max on the yeah speakers. the speakers sounded really bad I was about to break them for sure if you hadn't yeah. stepped in and turned down the volume <laughs> so I, I was also noticing I mean I, I'm sure all the neighbors could hear the music it was just that loud yeah and I wasn't really aware of this because I was so focused on breaking through <laughs> yeah so after, I think this was kind of a wake-up call that you can't force this. No, no. And we had to try something new. Yeah. yeah. I think that's when we, we we thought about it and we realized, well, okay, whenever we try this now, we're just trying to chase the same experience. So yeah. uh, we, we decided to try meditation with the use of psychedelics. Yeah, because meditation is the technique you traditionally use in many religions to attain spiritual experiences and to quiet the mind yeah and we thought well if you do that uh, together with psychedelics perhaps it will work yeah i mean what 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 happens when you close the mind with a psychedelic experience it's that experience that you would normally have with just meditating yeah perhaps is that times a hundred or times uh 300 it just becomes even more powerful yeah for sure and if you take a psychedelic substance and do not use any special techniques you most likely won't have any spiritual experiences uh if you well if you take enough perhaps but yeah it do require some kind of techniques i think such as meditation listen to music and mm. things like that and you can learn how to do it and it becomes easier and easier as i have done for us yeah so we tried out meditation 
Yeah, and I think uh, what meditation does is uh, it allows you to go into the now and that's really where the magic happens. Yeah, you close down your mind, uh, you you put your mind in one direction and yeah. I always meditate on God. Mm. Uh, that's the best technique that works. It works best for me. Yeah, I, I try to... One thing that I have seen that works quite f- good for me is I try to meditate with the use of binaural beats. Yeah. And uh, that usually gives quite a good experience, even though uh, yeah. when I'm sober yeah. at all. And also just trying to focus on quieting the mind. And mm. I, I usually, sometimes I focus on the feeling of being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that also works. Yeah. And I think one more thing I just want to mention briefly is even though when you meditate and you feel that, okay, I can't silence my mind. What I try to do in those situations is that I, I try to focus off which thoughts are popping up. Okay. So I see, okay, when I'm in my everyday life, I, I'm not perhaps as... Uh, observant of my thoughts as i should be of course but when i sit there and meditate and i have these thoughts in my head i can it's easier to observe the thoughts then at least i know which thoughts do i need to work with in order to come to this state of no mind yeah so that's one way to use it as well yeah and we have had a great success with using meditation and psychedelics together and also perhaps what works the best for me personally is meditation and music. Yeah. You meditate on the music and get swept away with that experience. And yeah. And so, yeah, we tried meditation for the first time with, with, with the psychedelics. And uh, I remember it was uh, uh, what it's called. It's the Aum sound meditation. Yeah. I had this sound tape from Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, when he had guided meditations, one was called arm meditation and mm-hmm. one was arm meditation. Yeah, uh, arm was for morning meditation and arm in the was kind of gratitude yeah. meditation for the evenings. And we tried out that Wayne Dyer arm meditation. Yeah, so you put on the tape, and I rem- just remember we were listening to this uh, sound of arm just repeating over and yeah. over again. And the sound of arm is a sound from the Hindu tradition. Yeah. And I think it means it's kind of the tone of the universe of God or of God or something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's supposed to have very powerful vibrations in it. Yeah, and I, you could really feel it when you're sitting there meditating yeah. on this sound. It was you could instantly feel that there was something happening for sure. And I just remember when I w- kept listening to it. Um, and I closed my eyes, I just started to see a small bright light. Hmm. And for each repetition of the sound, the light just becomes stronger and stronger. And it came so far that I kept listening to this sound, but soon after I started joining in, creating the sound myself. And that's when the magic really started happening. Okay. Um, I was thrown into this room where I could see this light in the middle of the room. Yeah. And for each time I repeated this uh, this sound of all, okay. the sound the the light just kept increasing, increasing, yeah. getting bigger, bigger, and stronger. And it came to the point where, even though I had my eyes closed, it was completely white all around me. Mm. And I was just 
mo- <laughs> my mind was blown away by it. Yeah. And it came I w- this was uh, early in the beginning so I wasn't really comfortable or used to the idea of God. <clears throat> okay. So I decided to when this happened when it came become so strong I decided to yeah as- just abort it. Yeah. But well, I, we were beginners uh, back then of course and this was very new for us and I remember also one my first try with meditation on with the help of psychedelics I yeah. meditated I think I meditated to a song called Boy 1904 by Johnson Alex yeah. the yeah. album Rice Boy Sleep Rice Boy Sleeps it's a very ambient instrumental song and mm. I'm not sure it could have been something else but I think it was that and I when I meditated with this song and I went very deep into into myself, into my consciousness, and I felt how I went deeper and deeper, and I the outer world kind of disappeared eventually. Yeah, yeah. And what I found in this state of mind was very complete stillness. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, delightful to be in this yeah. state of mind where. There were no thoughts. It was just kind of stillness and kind of darkness. Not the white yeah. thing that you experienced, but still very powerful. Yeah, I mean, when the, when the light started getting stronger, it became intense in a good yeah. way. Yeah. But uh, this uh, this piece, I I'm not sure. It's uh, which one I prefer actually. I think uh, I think the peace and quiet is is more delightful, if you ask me. But yeah, uh, as we're going to talk about, I think it's in the, in the next episode actually mm. you can have very different experiences of this uh, spiritual realm yeah uh, you can have this strong forces and also this huge peace and bliss yeah 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 and uh, both are quite nice to experience yeah there are two sides of the same coin i guess yeah um so we realized that meditation was of course uh, a really good tool um yeah both uh, with psychedelics and without so yeah and but we didn't break through again no. we didn't have the starways experience that we described in the previous episode mm. so we tried something else to see if that could perhaps make us break through and we decided to do something when we look back at it, it was quite foolish perhaps yeah uh, because we used we took what Terence McKenna called a heroic dose. Yeah. A really large amount of uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. We thought, I think it was, on one part it was kind of the ego wanting to, yeah, be cool and take a big uh, dose. Most and definitely. You wanted to be in the heroic dose club. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the other part was that we hadn't had these experiences in a, quite a while so i think we were kind of trying being quite desperate to attain them yeah but we was we was quite cocky about it before we did it but not after no Uh, it was a humbling experience to say the least uh we have never done it again and i think uh, god taught us a very useful lesson about our egos and not to be cock about this kind of stuff because it's it's strong stuff and you shouldn't play around with it and be and disrespect it that we as we did back then 
Yeah, I mean, it is a, as I see it, it is a spiritual tool, and it, yeah. if you don't use it with a in a spiritual purpose and in a respectful manner, I think you can end up with bad experiences. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what we were shown this time. So what happened was that we took a very large amount uh, of psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah. And very early on, I felt that it started to get intense very quickly. For sure. And usually an experience span over some hours, but this this journey spanned over an ent- or almost an entire day, I think. Yeah. It was hours upon hours and of very intense experiences. Mm. And I think, as you said, it was right at the beginning, right straight away. Yeah. It became really visual, it became intense. Yeah. And in the, at least in the beginning, I was I thought it was really nice. I remember yeah. uh, perhaps 30 minutes in or 45, one, yeah. up to one hour or something, I just remember looking around throughout the woods and out in the outside and everything just looked like I was in heaven. It was yeah. so beautiful. It was so mesmerizing to be in this uh, state of mind. Yeah. And I think that was, it was like that for me too. But quite quickly for my part, it became quite almost too intense. Yeah. Uh, I was drifting in and out of my body un- without my will. I couldn't control it. And when I went out of my body, I also remember seeing a lot of dark entities um, that felt like they almost evil entities. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was the first time I encountered some for some kind of dark entities. Yeah, yeah. beings. Or... Yeah, beings. And I have done that later on. But I focused on love and really focused on God and love, and they kind of disappeared immediately when I did that. Yeah. And that's a technique that always works for me when I go through darker experiences. Mm. Uh, but soon it we were outside in the beginning, and soon I felt it was became become became too intense. So I went inside, yeah. And I hardly remember this because of, from this point on. The experience became so intense and it kept on for hours, but I have almost no recollection of what I experienced because it was probably too much. I don't know. Yeah. I have only one single memory of the entire experience. Uh, and that is the, the one thing I do remember was that I was laying on the floor in my living room mm. and I could see how golden energy was flowing and kind of. It flowed over the ceiling and down on the um, walls. Yeah. And it was golden and it was really cool, of course. But I remember th- saying to you, what is this to be us? Yeah. What the hell are we experiencing? And that's the only memory I have of this experience. At mm. least when it came to the um, the peak of it. Yeah. That And this peak lasted for several hours. I have no re- recollection of the peak experience. Yeah, there's a, it's a, there's a lot of hours that have gone missing <laughs> from yeah. this experience. Yeah. Um, but I also remember we were, it was a really hot day outside as well. Yeah. The sun was out. So I think it was a really bad idea to be lying out in the sun when, when it started kicking in. Yeah, afterwards we have read that that's probably not a good idea to be 
in bright light and hot environment. <laughs> yeah, because I, that could have perhaps be, have been, or perhaps the large dosage dosage as well. But uh, for me, when when we went inside, I started feeling really nauseous. Okay, really feeling really bad. And I just realized, well, I need to just go to bed and try to just uh, get a hold of myself. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I did that, I went to uh, the cabin that you have uh, on a your guest cabin. Uh, a guest cabin. So yeah. there was a, a bed in there, and I just lie down, um, trying to yeah feel better. But as I lie down, I started feeling more and more nauseous. Hmm. And the feeling of nausea became so intense and so strong that I I started to lose my mind as well. Okay. I started feeling like my, my mind was losing the grip of itself. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that can usually happen uh, when you take the large dose, this kind of large dosage, um, the ego kind of fades away or want to fade away. Yeah, it can't remain no attain, uh, well yeah it falls apart it falls and, apart exactly and what i tried since i was feeling so bad and i just didn't want to go into the experience i i just kept fighting so it was a struggle between my ego and uh, this experience coming to me yeah i guess your ego was trying to hold on to this normal reality but it couldn't yeah basically and i do think actually from experience later on that when you try to fight this that's when you get nauseous and have bad experiences so but we didn't know that back then and i think that's kind of increased your level of discomfort yeah for sure so my ego was falling apart or dying as they call the ego death as they call it and uh, a temporary one yeah and uh once that was having, I I really and the nausea just became even more and more stronger as well. I started thinking I'm going to die. Okay. It was such a intense feeling, and it's such a the nausea was so intense that I I, I thought that okay, this is it. Yeah. This is going to be my final hours in the life. Yeah. And I just lie there, and when I had this realization, I saw my entire life flash before me. Exactly like a near-death experience. Yeah, so I saw that my whole life, where I, everything I've done up until this point, and I realized that, hell no, I can't die right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's if I die now, it has been, the, I mean, such a waste yeah. to die at such no, a young age and not never getting the possibility to do, to do the, all the things that I wanted. It was just... Yeah. So I just... Uh, felt like shit i can't die now i just and i had this thought in the back of my head of thinking that no one has ever died of this so just it's going to be okay hold on and go through it yeah so i I kept that was like my my thing that i hold hold on to in order to get back to reality okay so i was able to yes i just started to trying to focus on my breathing and this now I explain it very fast, but this was uh, during the course of, uh, I don't know, two hours, one hour. I don't know. Probably uh, several uh, several hours. Yeah, I don't know. 
I yeah. have suppressed all the <laughs> all everything about it. But yeah, yeah, it was just a horrible experience. But eventually, I started finding my breath again, and I started feeling like this this nausea just becoming less and less, and it yeah. was turning towards the better. Okay. So in that moment when the nausea went away, I just had this. It became the opposite. Yeah, I was just euphoric. Because okay. now I was given a chance to survive. I was <laughs> born. I mean, it was like almost like I was born again. Yeah. Seeing that life that in that moment seemed so frail. Yeah. Was almost gone as I saw it. I I don't think I ever was in any real danger. But probably not. In my mind, I was I was close to dying. But yeah. now I had I had come back. I had a similar experience. Uh, Way, way after this, uh, I was meditating with the help of psychedelics. And suddenly I felt like my body was dying. Yeah. And I I had a feeling of leaving my body. And I had a thought, what if I never return? Yeah. I didn't think that I would die in the way that my consciousness would cease to exist. But that I would, my body would die. Yeah. And... I had left my body many times and never had that fear. Mm. So I don't know why it popped up this time, but it was really scary. And I also remember thinking, no, you're probably not going to die. No one has ever died of this. Yeah. And of course I didn't, but I can relate to that experience to some extent. Yeah. Even though I think you ha- yours was more turbulent than mine. It was yeah. a smoother experience and not a low dosage as well. Yeah, and I th- I just remember the feeling when I when I cut my breath and I started feeling good again. Yeah, that feeling. I mean, the contrast. Yeah, was just amazing. I I've the the happiness of being alive that I felt after that experience. Yeah. I have never experienced beforehand. And ha- and I think in a way it's a privilege to have had the experience of death, yeah. even though it's not a real death. But it's kind of takes the edge off the fears yes you have for death most and definitely and it it gives you the you start to see how beautiful life is you start to appreciate it in a whole new level yeah i mean i in that moment i thought all this is going to be gone yeah everything i have around me now like my my body my friends my family everything is going to be gone yeah in a moment and just when you get to realize that it's still there. You yeah. kind of get appreciation for it in a whole new level. Yeah. Once you see the other side. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was quite a turbulent experience. But I think what I gained from it and what you gain from a near-death experience is just uh, a whole new appreciation of life. Yeah. And I had my bad ex- times during this experience as well. Yeah. Because you you went inside after this, didn't you? Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I I went inside because uh, well, I was ecstatic yeah. at the time, and I just wanted to go in. And I started trying to explain, and I realized I was still pretty gone. Yeah, <laughs> and also when you tried to talk to me, uh, because now I started to have a really bad experience. I now I my memory is back, yeah, and the the peak of the experience had faded away, and I was coming down, yeah. And I had no visuals any longer. So normally during this 
period, you you're pretty much you use yourself. Yeah. But not this time. For several hours, I would think perhaps five hours or something. Hmm. I was completely lost. I I was back here in the normal world, physical yeah. world. I didn't have any visuals, but I couldn't make sense of anything. Hmm. When you tried to talk to me, I couldn't put things together. When I tried to think about my normal life, I couldn't really understand it. I remember that I had been meeting a friend the day before, but I it didn't make nothing made any sense. Hmm. And I thought, now I have done it. I have destroyed my mind. I'm <laughs> never going to be normal again. And this kept yeah. on for several hours, as I said. Yeah. And I was panicking. And I really thought, oh my God, we pushed it too far. I have, I don't know, triggered some kind of mental disorder or something like that. And this was really scary. Mm. And I couldn't talk to you and I lay down in the sofa yeah, I think I tried to explain it, but I think I just made it even worse because I yeah. tried to explain something and we you couldn't make sense of anything. So it just, we, I think you lie down in the sofa and I said, okay, I'm going to the cabin again and, yeah, and let's talk again in a few hours. <laughs> yeah, and I was lying there and feeling really bad. This was, this was, this was turning to become a really bad experience for me at this point and I'm, I, I was lying there for some time and then you came out of the cabin Yeah. and I was lying in the sofa and I could see you come out through the window and our eyes met and I remember that so clearly <laughs> because the look we gave each other was this bad Yeah. and yeah we need to figure this. We need to talk about this. And then you came in and I said, we need to talk about this if this ever passes. Yeah. And then something even worse happened. When you came back in, I had an out-of-body experience. I don't know why, because I hadn't had it for several hours. And I left my body and ended up in this dull, gray, completely empty space. Mm. And in this space, uh, I had the feeling of eternity and that eternity was completely meaningless there was no meaning to anything and what was waiting for me when i died was that i was going to be stuck in this empty dark gray space and it would have no meaning Hmm. and that freaked me out yeah i was completely and and that was a i can imagine that was has must have been a real mind fuck seeing how you had just beforehand have this more remarkable experience of God. And well, at that point, I couldn't side. even think about that. Yeah, yeah. So I was just completely devastated. And when I came back to my body, I felt I can never, ever go back to my normal life after having this experience. Yeah. Uh, because I knew then, I thought I knew that there's no meaning to anything. And when we die, we are going to be stuck in eternity and meaningless eternity. Yeah. And that, so I did, I, wa- I wanted to die, but I didn't want to die because I knew this would keep on forever. Yeah. And I was, felt real, I had never felt anything like that. The anxiety was so strong. Um, and I didn't know what to do. Then a few hours later, the effects finally wore off completely. And mm. I came back to my normal self. 
and I was so relieved. Yeah. And I felt, oh, this this feels good. Uh, but I couldn't drop that experience of meaningless. And then New Me started to talk about, well, wait a minute. A few days ago, or a few weeks ago, whatever it was, mm. we had this amazing experience where we experienced God. How can that be possible? How can that be true if this is true? Yeah. And we started to think about this, and then we realized that, uh, because I knew from my studies that all experiences are possible, mm. uh, because all experiences are basically illusory. Uh, as I explained in my book, Delusion, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to go into details now. But all experiences are illusory, and all experiences are possible. And what I had experienced then was one possible experience that you can have. And you can have the feeling of that it's going to be for eternity. Yeah. But it's not going to be that. But you can believe that. Mm. As well as you can have the experience of God. So what this, the spiritual realm was showing us was two sides of the same coin. Yeah. The dark and the light side. Because contrasts are absolutely necessary for experience to be possible. Yeah, and I think when you had this experience of feeling hopelessness, yeah, uh, what you felt in everyday life, if you feel hopelessness in everyday life, yeah. it feels like it feels like an eternity when you have it here as well. Yeah. yeah, in the moment you feel it, it feels you feel hopelessness for an eternity. Yeah, but once you have it in this psychedelic experience, it becomes the hopelessness. In eternity times a million. Yeah. And that's not good. But when I returned and we realized that, okay, this was one possible experience. Yeah. And it was one extreme and we experienced the positive extreme Hmm. beforehand. And then I had this enormous gratitude of my life. Yeah. I remember we made some coffee and ate a donut or something, and it tasted so good. (laughs) And I longed to go to work and meet my colleagues. One of those I really kind of disliked, but I felt I wanted just to hug that person and (laughs) bless that person for being in my life. That was how good it felt to be back in my normal self. And that was a very humbling experience. And... It turned out, even though the experience itself was really tough, Mm. it changed me in a positive way. It made me appreciate life much more. And it made me also realize that I could, in a way, understand the kind of darkness that some people are caught in mentally. And identify with that and also know that there's a way out. Mm. Uh, And the way out... For me, it's God in a way, in a sense. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, this you can apply this to, to everyday life as well. Yeah. Going through these tough experiences in life will make you stronger. That's, yeah. that's, everyone can agree to that. The danger here, I think, is we had the privilege of having some prior knowledge of how the spiritual... Yeah principle works and so forth and so on the principle of contrast perhaps most important that yeah in order to have the experience of cold you have to have the experience of warmth yeah and also to have the experience of being god 
you have to have had experience of its contrast, mm. which was this hopelessness. Uh, so I knew about that principle, so I could put the pieces together afterwards. But I think that if I had completely no prior knowledge of spiritual principles and had this experience, mm. and that was the only experience I ever had, it probably probably could have devastated me yeah. quite yeah, much. Yeah, I, for sure. And I, so, yeah, I think as as well with my experience of after this, what happened was I had such an appreciation. Yes, that you said I yeah. I was just even though I the days before I was hating to go to work. Now yeah. I was just so enthusiastic about doing yeah. it. Even breathing air and being in my body. Yeah, everything. I just had appreciation appreciation for everything. Yeah, but basically, I think that. What we learned from this tough experience was that you have to respect this and also yeah. that it's very good. As it is a spiritual tool and I think it's a very good idea to have the knowledge there before. Yes. Uh, well, it's not essential, but at least if you have a bad experience, talk to someone who have had similar experience and perhaps can explain it to you. Yeah. Uh, but in a way, I think bad experience can be very positive if you look at them in from the right perspective and put them into in perspective. Yeah. And also, I think when you fight the experiences, that's when it can get kind of nasty. If yeah. you go with them and focus on love and God, I think you, often you pierce through the darkness and see afterwards why you had to go through this. Yeah. I mean, what happens if you get caught up in the mind, that's when it starts to happen because yeah. what, what, what happens when you go into this, this experience that the mind doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And as soon as you grab onto the mind or any feeling or any thoughts, you just become into go back into that experience and yeah. you trying to go into something that's just trying to survive. So Don't just follow the feeling of fear, yeah. basically. follow When you have feel uh, feelings like fear and panic, uh, I think it's best to focus your mind on love and God mm. and that always works for me. I didn't do this that time because I hadn't, I didn't have the, ex the experience. Yeah. Uh, but in the, I do now and focusing on love and God, I can go through tough times at times nowadays also. Yeah. But then I know that if you focus on love, you will pass through it and mm. you will have a positive experience that will explain what, why this was all about, what it was all about. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly it's about your own, facing your own fears. For sure. And uh, I think... One thing I realized after all this as well is the the importance of accepting death or learning yeah. to die. I mean, yeah. it's a it's it's a something we don't want to talk about in society. Yeah. Most Talking about death, it's something it's unheard of. Yeah. We don't want to think about it because we 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 don't know what happens. Yeah, and I think that kind of creates a problem for us because yeah. we are constantly. Since we have this fear of death that we're not confronting, we have this fear of death 
that is constantly in our life that we're struggling yeah. with. Yeah. Even in our everyday situation, if you go into psychoanalysis, you see that everything is made up of uh, the ego trying to survive. You're trying yeah. to be even in social situations in your family. You yeah. try to get in positions where you can assure your survival. Yeah. Uh, even though it might seem far-fetched that you take a certain uh, position in a, a group, but it's you can trace it back into your, um, yeah. yeah, what do you say, your fear of dying. Yeah, and I think it's very important to have the courage to look at your fears yeah. and confront them. Yes. Uh, because when you do that, you will overcome them. Yeah. But if you run from them, that's when they get nasty and they will hunt you down. For sure. So it's so important to embrace your own issues, your own fears. Mm. And during these kind of experiences, they will manifest in different ways. Yeah. That, And I think you, in a way you are creating these scenarios yourself mm. in order for you to confront them. Yeah. And, well, it's, it's useful lessons. And we need... A part of the spiritual practice is to confront your own issues and fears. Yeah, and once you go beyond this uh, life of just trying to survive or yeah. just trying to live by your fears of not existing, yeah. once you have learned to go beyond that uh, fear, then what, that's where the real life happens. Yeah, It's kind of like you need to ex- learn how to die in order to live. Yeah, when you accept that death, uh, that's when you really start to see that life is in this moment. Yeah, and it's beautiful as it is. And you get you get a. I think what the the spiritual practice that we have done or the spiritual knowledge is uh, it beca- it makes it easier oh, to accept sure. death. Yeah, because now we the material that we present in the books. Uh, and as well as Martinez has presented it, has yeah. helped in tremendous ways to see that, all right, when life is over, we have yeah. an explanation of what could what could have happened next. Yeah, and of course we have the privilege of have had the experience of our divine consciousness without our bodies. So yeah. we know for a fact through self-experience yeah. that we are not connected to our body. And when it dies, it's not the end. Uh, of course, not everyone had, have had that experience, but yeah, it's there for people who know where to look, I think. I mean, if, if, if the afterlife, or what you want to call it, yeah. is anything like the experiences we have had, I think it's going to be quite an awesome time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it kind of... But it... it <laughs> But it kind of gives you also the the perspective that, okay, that is coming. Something awesome is going to happen later on. Yeah. But I'm here now. So I'm just going to try to appreciate this as much as possible and get ready for that when it happens. Yeah. And the key to get there is to accept this first. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to be stuck here until you learn that anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> So yeah. that's, uh, I guess that's the, the whole purpose of the, the existence. Yeah. In the, yeah, yeah. In short words. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And um, well, so that's uh, basically 
the story we want to talk about in this episode. Yeah. Uh, a very bad experience that turned out, when you look back at it, to be a positive one. Anyway. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah. As I said, it's confronting going confronting death was perhaps uh, one of the most life-changing yeah. experiences of my life to the positive and this experience really made us humble more humble at least yeah and kind of pushed down our egos quite a lot hmm. so after this experience shit really started to happen positive experience started to pop up quite in quite a rapid uh, pace and we br- broke through many many more times yeah so this was kind of the slap in the face <laughs> from the spiritual realm i think yeah i think we we took some well needed rest off this but yeah after this we we were quite persistent that this is not going to be the end so we tried again and we had some quite nice experiences yeah and we're going to continue to talk about that in the next episode yeah so i think we're going to end this episode right here um be sure to go to moldorma.com for the future episodes or if you want to watch the previous episodes they're all listed there yeah um be sure to check out magnus's book which is released the illusion yeah the illusion is available uh, both in physical book and as an ebook and they are described the important pr- spiritual principles that governs our universe and our consciousness and try to describe what consciousness is and how it works and what happens when we die and things like that yeah and i also describe uh, all of the important experiences that we have had on psychedelics mm. all yeah right. and uh, please visit us on facebook and twitter and instagram if you want to as well yeah so i and think that's it yeah oh also tobias have an upcoming oh, book yeah. called uh, Stepping into unknown, and I think it's going to be a really good book, and we hope it's going to be released in the late 2015 or perhaps early 2016. Yeah, hopefully, we don't know for sure when it's going to be out, but keep an eye out for it. Yeah, all right. So I think that's it. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye. bye. bye.